Oh, I'm supposed to start talking. Yeah, that, that's the part where you come in. <laughs> wow, sorry for the long intro. <laughs> well, welcome to Walkers and Talkers 58? Yeah. I think? I think so, 58. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm David Brody from Elder Strand, the Morning Show. That's Jamie from Light FM in New York. And uh, today's Wednesday yes. as we're recording this. And it's been a week since we posted our last podcast. Yes. So first of all, I want to say thank you to our great listeners. It was a long one. Yes. For listening to the hour and 16 minute podcast last week when we covered the two, two hour premiere. Yeah. And I also want to thank our listeners because whenever we have a question, they will tweet us and let us know <laughs> yeah. what, right? Okay. So on the last podcast, which went up over uh, about a week ago, mm-hmm. I had a question about the gift that Eileen gave Strand in the hotel room. We didn't know what it was because they didn't show it. Yeah. And then he got into the green Jaguar. Yes. And then after the podcast, you and I realized it was the keys to the Jaguar. Mm-hmm. The podcast was already up. Yeah. So oh, no. I would like to say one or two people pointed out that it was keys, but it was like 30. <laughs> and on the first day, okay. Second day, okay. But people have been hitting us up on Instagram and Twitter. I, I put up That's um, funny. I put up a charity posting for the charity concert in Manchester and people commented on that picture. We have a Walkers and Talkers Instagram about account. The key? Yeah, about the key. Oh no. We have at Walkers underscore talkers yes. on Instagram and Twitter where you can hit us up. Also, after like a week, you should assume somebody pointed it out or look at the tweets at us. <laughs> and it's not a bad thing. We appreciate your input. But I feel even dumber that we didn't know it was the key. I didn't get that at all. In the- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, if the podcast goes up on Wednesday and you're the first one, fantastic. Second one, okay. After like five or six days, we probably know. So I, I don't want to seem like a, a curmudgeon. I just, <laughs> I, I feel bad that we didn't know it was the key. Because we're here as the source of Normally all things. Normally we're, we're on top of right. the ball. I, so I feel bad but I love that we have listeners who uh, who care enough to to fill us in, and they caught it. Yes. I don't know how you caught it, but I guess you did, guys did the math yeah. because we didn't do the math. <laughs> I was because well, here's what here's what happens. I I don't know how you watch the episodes, but I watch them with my laptop and I type along. Oh, I write it by hand. And I well, I type because I can't write. Uh, oh yeah. For like an hour, so I'm typing, but I'm also typing stuff for the morning show that I work on, right? For the yeah. stand the morning show, so I'm going back and forth. And sometimes I have to pause it and back up 15 Me seconds. Me too. I pause and rewind all the time. Right. So we're not watching it like casually. No. So sometimes something may slip. On the other hand, a lot of times we catch things that you guys don't. So yeah. it evens out. Yeah. It evens out. But anyway, thank you everyone for, but you get like two days. <laughs> and if possible, check the at replies and don't use crazy, re, you know, don't have to, two people emailed me at my email account, brody at Keep it to... The Twitter at Walkers underscore Talkers, so it's all in one place, so we can respond back yes. all in one place. Um, that'd be great. All right, <laughs> enough about that. Um, Fear the Walking Dead, season three, episode three. Um, I don't have any The Walking Dead news to start with. Usually I do, but I, I just felt like we should talk about fear. Yeah. Because it's getting better. Now, the episode was uh, Tia Tawaki. Which, I love this. Now, I thought it was an Indian woman. That's what we thought. And... Um, the reason I thought that is in the scenes for upcoming episodes, one of the scenes has a Native American, um, very split second. And it's possible because of where they're located in the country 
I'm not saying they did it, but we're going to see Native Americans at some point. Yeah. And somebody passed a comment in the episode that, uh, this week that the natives may have shot down the helicopter. Yes. So it's possible that Native Americans shot down the helicopter, um, and we'll find that out yet. We'll get to that. But Tia Tawaki actually stands for, if you don't know, this is one of those you'll go, oh my God, I didn't know that. And if you did, good for you, because... I didn't know until I heard Chris Hartwick say it. Yeah, it stands for The End of the World as We Know It, which is also a great R.E.M. song. Yes. Right. As We Know It. And R.E.M. stands for Rapid Eye Movement. So yes. there's another... <laughs> another Fun acronym for an, you. Another acronym explained. <laughs> another acronym explained. So uh, overall, did you like the episode? I did. I, I am really enjoying this season more than previous seasons. Yeah. I feel like we're getting there. I like it. Good. So it starts off with... Um, Jeremiah Otto's, Jeremiah's survivalist uh, video. Survival po- Inf- infomercial commercial. Yeah, infomercial. Then he can help you teach you how to survive. Right, we and- talked about this last week when it was a, a thing that was released on the web. I didn't realize it was going to be part of this episode. So we did cool talk about it. Cool way to start the episode. I thought. Yeah, it's it's his prepper video. Like order now and you get a bucket of supplies. You get a hammer and a hatchet and. <laughs> yeah, everything you need. Nails to, and um, iodine pills. Yeah, and, yeah. Listen, um, I'm from a big city. And so when the uh, the apocalypse comes, I am not going to have a bucket of supplies. I don't have a basement of toilet paper and guns. <laughs> I don't. I'm not ready. So as much as some people may look at preppers and go, oh, they're crazy, he may be on to something. He might be. He might be. He's certainly on to something here. Uh, true. He's certainly living a life of, I told you, I told you something was going down. Or as he referred to it as when the four horsemen ride. Yes. You got to be prepared. <laughs> so... He's running Broke Jaw Ranch. Um, it starts off after the video with a funeral for Charlene, the blonde who was on the helicopter, uh, who got eaten by a uh, walker. Yeah. And then uh, Jake had to put her down. And her mother um, was doing the eulogy, and she was awfully sweet until she blamed the unprepared. Yeah, and she Meaning, looked right at Matt. Everyone in the room looked at Madison. Right, like it's Madison's fault. Fault that her daughter okay, died. how about the fact that they wouldn't have been on the helicopter if Troy and his militia didn't capture them and bring them to the base, to the depot. They had no choice. They were coming no matter what. Yeah. wasn't Meg Madison said, hey, can I come with you? Right. It wasn't that at all. So, hello, it's Troy's fault, or as Chris Hardwick called him, Tall Carl. Because he's got the eye problem. <laughs> Same eye, too. But unlike the other four or five people in the Walking Dead uh, world, he did not lose his eye. No, he didn't. He just says, Which like she a, got the spoon really in there, and I thought, how is it not infected or kind of coming out? Yeah, you're reading too much into it. It's a I zombie know. show. You're right, though. I, I'm just saying. It does look like maybe it got infected. It's a little it's red. Kinda, it's a little, a little red. Uh, a little, little something there. <laughs> so after the, she looks right at Madison, Madison says, uh, she introduces herself. She thanks everyone. Um, she gives condolences. But then she sort of like plays the victim like, hey, I lost someone, too. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, I'm not the only one here. I didn't, it's not my fault. Yeah, and she brought up Travis. Right. Then but uh, she did, though. What? She yeah. lost someone, too. Like She lost Travis. She is a Although, victim. really not in mourning. She yeah. sort of moved on. Remember, I, I complained about that when she found out that he died. I know she threw up by the tree that one time, but she really is not acting very upset Listen, at all. when Rick ro- lost Lori, he, he was, uh. He was having hallucinations. hallucinations he lost his and, shit. And, right. and, like, she is like, I'm okay. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm like, good. We'll move on. I'm going to power through. Yeah. No, I'd be hysterical. I wonder. I wonder if the reason they made Travis the second husband and the stepdad was so that it wouldn't be as hard on the kids when they killed his character. 
Yeah, it could be. Like, they killed his wife and kid, and then he's like, I know uh, Madison yeah. liked Travis, but the kids were like, yeah, Travis is all right. They didn't love Travis like a dad. Nick didn't even say sorry when Travis told him that Chris died. Yeah. There's no real relationship. Well, Chris was a dick. Yeah, he was a dick. He died in a flashback, so. But I feel Karma. like they created Travis rather than have Travis. Be their actual dad. Right. I mean, look, there was that drama with Chris. He had to have his own kid. His own kid die and his own whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, he really kind of treated Nick like his own in terms of saving his life. Yeah. But Madison has moved on. At least we think she has. Uh, Vernon stands up. He's pissed. He wants to know who shot down the chopper. And Jacob and Jeremiah try to calm him down. Like, you know, we'll we'll figure this out. And then Troy stands up and he's like, I promise vengeance. We're going to kill them. We'll find them. Uh, Troy's a crazy man. Settle down, Troy. And then Jake, whose only role in life seems to be to calm, calm Troy, Troy down. Troy, Troy down. <laughs> he translates what Troy said. And he's like, listen, we'll find out who it is and justice will be done. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But Troy is obviously a loose cannon. I mean, we've known that, but he's, yeah. he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> uh, we go to the mess hall, which was one of the scenes that we saw in the trailer for this season. And some guy mumbles as he's walking past Alicia and Madison. Freeloaders. Yeah, whatever he said. Yeah, he called them freeloaders. And then Madison turns and says, what did you say? Totally calls him on it. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag badass Madison. <laughs> and uh, so at that point, some words are exchanged. And uh, the woman serving the food, the teenage girl. Gretchen. Gretchen, who's Vernon's daughter. We've yeah. learned who Vernon is now. Um, she's very friendly, offers condolences, invites Alicia to, to Christ Risen, which... Um, it's their band, their singing group, their Bible right, study. Right, but, but Alicia is like, listen, I, I'm not into the whole Jesus thing. And I'm the, Jewish. I'm Jewish. No, you're not. Oh, great. We'll do New Testament we'll then. We'll do New Testament. Like, what? She's I was like, trying to... damn it. Damn it. I've done that so many times and they'll change it on me. I'm like, oh. You should just say atheist would have been, (laughs) you know, don't go Jewish because she's flexible. (laughs) So at this point, we figure like they're a very religious group of people. I thought, oh, Lord, she's not going to want to be joining this group. Right. Uh, We we see Nick in the infirmary feeding Luciana, who's still wearing handcuffs. And Luciana says, when I'm healthy, I want to leave. She's getting a little sassy about it, too. She's like, we're leaving. But she doesn't understand that Madison's decided to stay. No, she doesn't know really what's going on. Right. Her thing is... We're going, right? We're, getting, we're leaving. We're, we're, and Nick doesn't tell her we're not. No. No. Nick Nick does tell her, though, he's sorry he didn't kill Troy. He says, I, I should have killed him. I guess he means Troy. Yeah, that's who I thought he meant. I mean, it could be anybody on this show. Nick wants to kill everybody. He hates everybody. Your son's a murderer! <laughs> <laughs> you know that? I do. All right. So we go to the Clark cabin. I'm, did someone refer to their the little- The Clark cabin? The cl- cabin Clark. Clark cabin. The CC. The double C. <laughs> the, the double C. C. Double C. And uh, Double C Ranch. Inside Broke Jaw Ranch. And Troy is sleeping in a bunk like he's Goldilocks. He's a little freak. Why was he in there? Well, so uh, so Madison sees him, doesn't freak out. She puts her gun behind, her hand yeah, behind her back and there's a yeah, gun there like, yeah. I'm ready for you, bitch. Because she's hashtag badass Come Madison. Come at me, bitch. Yeah. And uh, Troy asks, uh, starts making small talk and... Uh, he asks her what she did before the apocalypse. She's like, I was a guidance counselor. You almost forget that two seasons ago, she just worked at a school. Yeah, she was just a school teacher. Right. Now she, like like Negan. Yeah. Negan was a gym teacher. I haven't said that yet, though. I can't wait for that to come out. Oh, the, in the show. The actual show. Yeah, so small spoiler. Small. In, in, the, in the comics that have been released over the past year that are a backstory to Negan, we find out that that's also maybe one, I think we may have talked about this, why he likes kids. Yes. Is that he was a... A athletic teacher of some kind. He was a ping pong teacher. He, he, he taught ping pong. And a school teacher. You'd think baseball, but... I know, you would think. Oh, the, so the, the new uh, Here's Negan talks of, shows you how he got the bat and his first kill with Lucille. And, yeah. 
No spoilers. Just, no just telling you, you should pick up the Here's, here's uh, Negan. I assume, and there's been rumor that they may show some of that in this season of The Walking Dead. That eight. would be awesome. I want to know. I want to see that. That would be cool. Um, so Troy says, um, oh, you're a guidance counselor. I didn't do very well in school. Everything I, I gave into anything was into the ranch. And uh, he says to Madison, you understand this place and this world. That's why I picked you. Meaning he pulled her out of yeah, getting killed. Yeah, he said, killed I didn't in, pick Travis. Right, he goes, Tro- uh, Nick. He goes, I didn't, oh, Nick. He goes, I, I didn't, didn't pick, pick Nick. Nick. Yeah. He doesn't get it. He doesn't appreciate it. She's here. like, package deal. He comes with me. Right, and then she says, he'll learn. Don't worry. Like, yeah. Don't like, worry about Nick. Yeah. So Troy goes to leave, and Madison reminds him that the bed was made when he walked in. I couldn't tell. Did he actually make the bed, or I thought he ripped the covers off and left? No, she stared at him and, until he went back to so make the bed. So he actually did make it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't really show that. No, no, okay. badass Madison would not badass tolerate it. Badass Madison made So she got it. the psycho make a bed. <laughs> like, I am not joking. I love what Chris Hart was like, you're going to make that bed, and I'm going to bounce a corner <laughs> off it. <laughs> uh, cut to Strand driving his Jaguar. Because he got the he's keys. He's out of control in this line. I can't. Okay, so he's he's driving through like refugees <laughs> or the walking in a jag. In a jag, <laughs> and he, he clearly knows where he's going because it wasn't like he was trying to avoid these people. Yeah, I thought that, I was like wondering, like, where the hell is he going? Because he clearly knows where he's going. Right. So there's some guy at the front of the line collecting barter. People are giving uh, this guy in the front of the line supplies so they can go into the dam area and get water. Yeah. Because the these guys are running the dam. And I guess that's the only fresh water in the area. Seems like it. So they're using it as, uh, as currency. Very long line. So he gets out of the car, his Jaguar, as these people are like poverty stricken. no food, no they water. Have nothing. They have nothing. nothing. And he goes up to the guy in the front and he says, uh, hey, I'm here to see Dante. I'm a friend of his. And the guy says, get in the back of the line. He's get like, the... I'm not here for water. Yeah, I don't want water. He says, I don't care. Get in the back of the line. So Strand is like, hey, man. And he tries to, was it a watch tries to give him? You know, I couldn't really tell. I thought it was like I thought it was a watch, and the guy okay. did not give a shit. Here's here's a crossroads yeah. in our podcast. I don't care what it was. <laughs> I don't do not tweet us. <laughs> I, I love you listening to the podcast. It's not important to the podcast. Because he threw it, was. it anyway. Whatever it was, the guy picked takes it and throws it. Yeah. It could have been it could have been a yellow uh, live strong bracelet. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was something of value to strand. The guy didn't want it. Nope. He's like, what do I need that for? Throws it. Strand still tries to meet Dante, and the guy throws him to the ground, puts a gun to his head. Yep. And uh, Strand's yelling, hey, uh, you're making a mistake, you're making a mistake, and then Dante shows up. So he says, you look, you look like shit. Yeah. To Strand, which is, is a pretty big insult to Strand since he's so worried about his, his image. He and looked pretty good, though. He did so look pretty good. Well, that's you, what I thought. Yeah, you'd, you'd ship him in a jag. Uh, I would ship Norman on the ship first. Yeah, I know and you then, would. Then, I know you would. If Strand was still there. Yeah. Hanging around. Uh, we're back to Clark Cabin. Because we went to commercial. Event, Double right? C. Double C. And uh, the Clark family uh, is hanging around. Alicia's practicing her knife skills. She, that's kind of sexy. I'll have she's to give it to her. At, she looks good. Yeah, because she didn't look good without the knife. Are you kidding me? No. She's smoking well, hot. She is, but doing the little knife thing, I was like, oh, that's kind of hot. She tried it on Talking Dead, she tried and on they Talking gave Dead. her a non-oiled up butterfly knife. Right, it was a prop. It was kind of sticking. It was like, <laughs> it wasn't really working. Not quite as sexy. Uh, Madison says to stay away from Troy. That's great advice. And Nick says, if we stay here, we need to do something. And Alicia, who used to look at Nick back in the day as the crazy drug addict of the family, says to Nick, you want my knife? Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to go do something? Yeah, you, yeah, take a, this. you take this. Yeah, take this. I'm, I'm on Team Psycho now. <laughs> I want to talk about the theory about the Clark family later. Okay. Just remind me about that. All right. Madison says they're here to stay. That's all they have. Travis died to rescue you, Nick. 
we're staying. And don't do anything stupid, basically. Nick says, Luciana isn't safe here. And when she's healthy, they may make her leave. I don't think so. Well, this is what he thinks. Yeah. And Madison says, then you'll have a choice to make. That's cold. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow, go Madison. Yeah. Hashtag badass Madison. Hashtag cold ass Madison. (laughs) Um, Jeremiah and Jake are in Jeremiah's office. Jeremiah, of course, the dad. Jake, the sane brother. And Jeremiah's asking him how many times he flew that route where Travis was killed, right? And I think he said six times in four weeks. Yeah, that's what he said. Meaning they fly in different routes back to base, back to the to the ranch, so as not to create a pattern. Yes. Which means whoever shot them didn't necessarily know they were flying over it was that too sporadic. spot. Yeah. Right. Unless they were shooting randomly, unless they had gone to all of the routes and were waiting. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know they were going to be there at that time. No. So these guys are real real deal preppers. They have military strategy. Different they, routes. They know what they're doing, and it still didn't work, but that's... I made a note, these guys are not just kidding around. I mean, I know they're preppers, but they also know how not to get tracked. The autos, yeah. The autos. They thought that anyway. Um, but that's impressive. Madison walks into the room and uh, and says, listen, you know, a lot of people here don't like me. And uh, Troy broke into, their, into the cabin, and uh, she asks for help of Jeremiah with the people who don't like her. And we get another shit from her. She did say shit. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And they yeah. said, don't, you don't have to, what language? Well, I was getting to that. She hadn't said shit yet, according to my notes. Oh, sorry. Madison I don't, I don't said have shit. your notes, but... That's okay. No, I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm just, by the way, the, it, your shirt says yeah. shit, and my shirt says shit. Yeah. Because we're wearing our I Will Shut, shut that, that Shit, shit Down, down shirt. Now, you'll, you'll, we're going to take a picture after the yes. podcast. We'll put it up at uh, walkers underscore talkers on Instagram. Yep. And you'll see... That the eye and shit is actually Negan's bat. Yeah, so it's it's work friendly. It's right. censored. Right. It's really I'll, we'll shut that sh- bat t- <laughs> t- down. And so uh, my youngest daughter looked at it and said, "Daddy, you have a bad word on your shirt." And I, and I said, "No, no, no, no. That's just a bat. She, Dad, the bat's an eye. I'm not stupid." Thank you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so cute. So, yeah. I, I said, but it's like a bad bat word. It's it's, it's a, not. It's, not really there. Semi-censored. So she's like, well, so can I write that word on uh, at school and make it a bat? Ooh. No, you cannot. She's so, testing. So your shirt got me in trouble. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> You've affected my daughter's life forever. <laughs> um, so Jeremiah says, um, in regards to this, people that don't like you, Madison, he says, um, listen, people don't listen to me here. I can't tell them to like you. It's a free place. And then he says, you are a hard woman to like. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, kind of true. And he, she says, I am when someone threatens my family like Troy did. If Jake didn't show up at the depot, we'd be dead. That's a fact. Nobody gives a shit about that. Troy was killing people. Maybe people need to know that. Mm. Like now she's like, I'm going to go tell everybody. These people don't like you, Madison. I'm so tell them what you did. They're just going to look. It's like when you tell your friend, like that guy you're dating is a loser. <laughs> yeah. But your friend loves that guy. Yeah. Doesn't want to hear it from you. Nope. Nope. So these people know Troy's crazy, though. But if you go running around going, you know Troy's crazy. I'm like, listen, we don't like you. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, you can leave. If you don't like Troy, leave, because we don't like you either. <laughs> uh, so Jeremiah says to her, I'm starting to grasp why folks' fondness fails when it comes to you, Madison. I like that line. I'm starting to grasp why folks' fondness fails. In other words, their their kindness, their their love of people isn't working with you. No. That's a, I guess that's a, a ranchism or a southernism. Ranchism. I'm not familiar. Your, your fondness fails when it comes to you. 
anyway, Jake defends her, of course. Like, he defends everyone. He says, hey, you know, she's a good person. She's trying. And uh, Jeremiah says, people don't like you. That's on you. Like, that's your fault. Yeah. Not really the case. I mean, that's, that's a hard reality if you're just looking at things black and white. But it's not black and white. No, it's not. Uh, but then he says, I won't let anyone drown without teaching them how to swim. And um, he tells Jake to show her the something. I didn't pick up the word. Yeah. But we learn later it was the history of the vaults or something, he said, maybe. And uh, he lets her see videos, his books and, and video that maybe tell the story of the ranch that maybe will help you understand what's going on there. Um, Jake asks uh, Madison if Troy hurt her, and she says, you'd better deal with him because he's crazy. And he and, said he'll take care of him. Right. And then um, he asks if they, if they figured out who shot the helicopter down. And Jake says it was just some scavenger, which is a blatant lie. Yeah. They know it wasn't a scavenger. They don't know who it was. They think they're being tracked. Right. They find out later, we find out later, they set the search party out. Yeah. It's not some scavenger. So they lied to Madison. He lied to Madison at that point. By the way, so I've complained about this show not having a badass guy or anyone that's kind of like a grown man, tough like Abraham, that they haven't had like a macho guy. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if long term Jake becomes the guy who becomes a cast member Who's like a crazy, you know, like who who can fight? He may need to be a little tougher now. He does. I mean, unless they figure out Troy, unless Troy is like uh, Shane, where he's crazy and they just sick him on people. That could be. He's got that personality. So I don't know. I'm trying to figure out because you know the Clark family's mostly going to survive. Oh yeah. And you know, based on what we've seen at Alexandria and the Hilltop, everyone else is going to die. <laughs> this ranch is not going to be around forever. No. The walk. There's going to be a herd. They're going to come through. And not a spoiler. Like Herschel's farm or something. Exactly and like Herschel's farm. And they all get dispersed. And These people have made it very clear they don't know how to kill walkers. They don't know what life is like on the outside. A herd's going to come through, knock down the fence, and the Clark family to the rescue the same way that uh, Rick's gang had to save Alexandria. Yeah. Also the, the hilltop, they don't know the how to do it. The same way Maggie saved the hilltop. Th- these people are in big trouble because they're preppers. The Ottos are preppers. With no... And Vernon and a couple other people, but a lot of those, like the kids, which we'll talk about in a minute, they don't know what they're doing. No. They do not have a clue. Uh, Alicia tells Nick they need to get to know the people there. And Nick's like, listen, I this place sucks, basically. And Alicia says, the world is all circles of hell. Why not just pick this one? Yeah. In other words, it sucks everywhere. There's no pl- They have a pretty good setup there. They have food, a place to sleep, beds, you know, might as well stay here for right. a while. But then Nick has one of my favorite lines in the episode. Nick, who puts blood on himself to walk with walkers, says to her, what happened to you out there? That was great. And she just walked away from him. Yeah. She did not answer. No. He's talking to her like, what happened to her? She toughened up. Yeah. She's got a butterfly knife. She's pretty good at it, too. <laughs> Ooh, microphone. Okay, uh, back to Jake and Troy. Jo- uh, Jake tells Troy to stay away from the Clarks. He says, I invited them, and I, and I protect them, Troy. And, uh, you know, you were killing people at the depot. He's, you got problems. Like, he's yeah. put him in his place. He's hiding his psychopathic nature. Right. And uh, Jake says, listen, when Dad dies, we run this place together. Big mistake and probably a lie. Mm. Uh, but you have to stay away from the Clarks. And Troy says, I will. And Jake says, do you mean it? And Troy says, I always mean it. Meaning lies. lies. Yeah, you mean it like every other time you meant it. Eesh. So he's going to be a problem. He needs to be like 
penned up or something. Yeah, was sent out and to die. Yeah, like just, or that. Okay, so now we're with the uh, Alicia's with the group for the Bible study. Yes. And this is the scene we saw in Talking Dead last week where they open up the cellar door and they go downstairs. Oh, my God. And I, By the way, I would never, ever go down first. Bullshit if I would go down first. Alicia okay, just okay. went down there. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I Would you go down first if it was Daryl? Well, I mean, if it was Daryl down there, of course. But That's not what I'm Alicia... saying. People will understand the words you keep using and understand the innuendo I just made. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. You'd ship him on a ship. <laughs> ship him on a ship. No, I would not go down first, but if I'm trying to fit in, I guess... Uh, the way they're like, oh, here it is. And it's in the middle of a fucking field, part of my language. You could say and field, it's okay. <laughs> and they open this thing and they're like, yeah, you first. I'm like, she's going to die. I'm like, so I thought something was going to happen bad. No, I just figured there was a, a walker down there, like chained up. I thought a full walker. that's kind of what I, I thought. Something's down there, but like hell, I would go down first. I thought she was smarter than that. So she goes down into the cellar and this supplies because there's supplies everywhere. Yeah. And Gretchen says, all right, get out your Bible study stuff, like your Bible tools, whatever. This is funny. And it's all, it's bongs. And alcohol and moonshine. Right. And- so these kids are getting stoned out of their mind and drinking, and it has nothing to do with Bible studies. Nope. Although while they're stoned, they're quoting yeah. lines, they're, cl- they're quoting scripture. Yeah. Okay. Now, Alicia says, where's Jeff? She says, tell me where Jeff is. So Gretchen goes over to a 40-gallon drum. I thought, okay, this is this is weird. She sprays the drum. I'm like, okay, he's in there, obviously. Yeah. She sprays it with perfume because it probably stinks. And she takes out a birdcage with Jeff's zombie head in it. And Alicia stares at it and starts laughing. Now I have a question. Do you know why she asked where Jeff was? Was there a reference to Jeff earlier? I, you know what? I don't remember a reference to Jeff. Okay. Do you? I'm going to allow, let's see if it's up to me. If you're, he- tweets. if you're hearing this on Thursday <laughs> or Friday, the 15th or 16th, yes, or even the 13th, I may post it tonight. Oh, right? okay. You can go ahead and tell me if there was a scene when they said, Jeff's our leader. Yeah, because I thought, how does she, who's Jeff? Right. Why does she want to see him? If there was some reference to Jeff that we missed, I don't want to go back to the episode and watch Jeff with a G, by the way. Yeah, Jeff with a G. And Alicia with an I. Yes. You know, in real life, she's Alicia with a Y. Yeah. Um, and Ophelia with an F. Yeah. Which we, we, we have, Hashtag where's Ophelia? Yeah, we, we, stop jumping ahead. <laughs> well, Hashtag stop jumping ahead. Okay. So, I don't know who Jeff was. I went back a little, didn't see reference to Jeff. Anyway, Jeff is a is a head of a zombie. Yeah. Of a walker. And at some point, Gretchen mentions that Troy took the rest of his body. Yeah. Now, did that mean they cut his dead head off and put it in, and gave, gave it to them? I, I or think did they, they probably... kill him? I think they kind of left the body there and the kids took the head or something. Well, Troy cut the head off, I guess. Yeah, but why? We he don't know. He clearly that. left it there or whatever. Yeah, we don't we don't know why. All right, back to Madison. She sees a videotape and she pops it in and it's outtakes of the infomercial we watched with Jeremiah. It's him filming the prepper video from 25 years ago. It said it, it was, uh, I looked it up, 1996 was uh, when they did the so video. So 21 years ago. Yeah. Which explains why in the video, the Jake and uh, Troy are very young. Very little. Jake is clearly a few years older than Troy. And in the video, he's screaming at his wife, who we find out is Troy's mother. Yes. Right? Yeah. Right, because... They had different moms. Different moms. Jake had a mom, gone. Troy's mom dies of alcoholism. Did he say that Jake's mom died of alcoholism? Did he say why she died? 
No, they just we just knew that Troy's mom died about Troy's mom. So he's screaming at her, stop drinking. He's yelling at her, and the and he's and like, she, we're gonna do, finish this now. Right, and and uh, Troy cowers over to Jake. Jake hugs him. Troy did not take the fighting and the alcoholism from his mom very well. No, and they feel like that has affected him the rest of his life. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was, I thought, so then Jeremiah walks in, sees her watching the tape, and I thought he's going to be mad. That's what I thought. But he wasn't. No, he's like, that wasn't my finest moment. He sort of seems human at times. He, he did. That was a very human moment. Like, yeah, that's the story of my life, but that's important. I and, thought he was going to freak out at her. No, and then they, they talk about, later on, about his wife dying and alcoholism and Nixon trying to. addict. Right. right. So they, yeah. they share some moments. Back to Strand and Dante. They're sitting around reminiscing. They're drinking, having a good time. Looks like two high-class guys, two drinkers, uh, having having a good a good old time about it. Now, we saw the dam, right? Because that's where he, he first pulled up yep. to the dam. In the trailer for season three and for this episode, they keep showing Strand being held down and a guy being thrown off the dam. We knew it wasn't Strand, though. We knew it wasn't Strand. But we also know that if Dante runs the dam, and we've seen Strand on the dam being held, yeah. that this relationship is not going to stay well. No. So I feel like maybe, I know they showed us that to get our interest, but now you've ruined this scene for me. Yeah. Because I know that Dante's going to turn on him, which he does. Strand told him everything, because they took talking about how Thomas died, and, and his whole journey up to that point. They're reminiscing, it sounds like, mostly about Strand's life. Back to the Scooby gang. Scooby The potheads. Yeah. <laughs> potheads. Okay. <laughs> like, well, Scoob, there's a dead head in a cage. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I do Scooby. I sh- my Shaggy's okay. Like, well, Scoob. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ruby Rack. Zoinks. Okay. That's my Scooby. Uh, anyway, um, they ask Alicia what the world is like on the outside. Because they haven't been on the outside. We learned that some of them grew up there, and some of them got there right as the apocalypse was starting. Yeah. So these teenagers have no clue like how to, how to fight zombies. And Alicia says, it changes you. And she says, uh, then she asks them, who are the Ottos? And Gretchen says, well, um, you know, they started the ranch, and Jeff was at the ranch before we got here. Um, and Alicia says, uh, oh, that, that's when uh, Gretchen says, Troy took his body. Yeah. Whatever that meant. Yeah, what the hell does that mean? And then mean? Gretchen, Alicia says, he does much worse than that. And Gretchen says, yeah, but the militia does what we can't. Like, they fight the battles for us. Yeah. Much like Rick's gang was sort of the militia for mm-hmm. Alexandria and Hilltop. And Alicia says, you can't rely on others, not anymore. Like, you gotta learn to fight. Yeah. Sounds like Rick. Mm-hmm. When he told Deanna, who's Deanna? <laughs> when, uh, so that's what it reminded me of. Like tell, yelling at Deanna, you got to train your people. Yep. Alicia is sort of, it's sort of foreshadowing that they better learn what they're doing. Now, I want to finish up this scene, and then you had a question. Yes. Someone you know had a question. So, um, Gretchen says, we've been behind the fence since the beginning. We can't do that stuff. Much like, again, Alexandria Hilltop. Uh, and Gretchen says, what bad stuff did you do? And Alicia says, killed a man. It was easy. Yikes. So, Madison... Nick, Alicia, they're not, they're already at the point where they're not feeling bad about killing human beings. Yeah. Keep in mind, in the timeline, they haven't even woken, Rick hasn't woken up yet from his coma. Yeah, you're right. 
So all of the things that Fear the Walking Dead that the cast has gone through, the deaths, the change from guidance counselor to badass Madison <laughs> and Alicia killing a guy, has really only happened, I believe, in 40 days. Yeah, I think they said on Walking Dead about like a month or so, a month or two. Right. So not that long. So these people haven't had a chance to go outside. Now, you work the, the, the host... Co-host of your morning show. Yes, Bob Bronson. Right, Bob Bronson, co-host of the show. Yes, Bob and Christine Bob in the morning in the at Light FM. He wanted to ask us a question. He wanted to know, how come one of the kids in the basement was chunky Okay. in an apocalypse? Like, okay. how could the producers okay. hire So I'm going to make some TV references. The casting. If you remember Gilligan's Island, <laughs> how was the skipper still fat yes. after years on the island? How was Hurley still fat on Lost? Yeah. Number one, TV license. Olivia. Well, I can't be the only one that notices. You, <laughs> did he say fat? Yeah. You got a fat lady in charge of the supplies. Okay. All right. Not that there's anything wrong with. No, there's nothing. Right, nothing wrong with it. However. It was just a question. The, 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 the chunky kid. Yeah. Right. He could be eating a larger portion of the food. He may lean towards the fattier because they've got cows there. He may be eating more red meat, mm-hmm. less vegetables, not exercising, smoking pot. Yeah. He may have been very, very large before he got there. And really, it's only been 40 days. That's true. So if he if he came in, you know, at 270 and he's down to 240, I mean, it, you know. Good for you, kid. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're looking great. Yes. The walkers will probably won't even notice you. You're so scared. <laughs> so I, I think it's still feasible. Now- I think it's, yeah, it's still very uh, other than Other than Olivia- the survivors on The Walking Dead. They looked a little wrecked. Yeah, but the survivors on The Walking Dead, right? None of them are particularly large. Now, the bad no. guys, there's been fat saviors. Oh, well, there, because they're. Right. But nobody's. They, gluttons. They probably couldn't. They probably didn't really cast any large members of The Walking Dead good guys. Yeah. Because eventually you'd go, how are they still. How you'd, are they a, still... you'd ask that question. Yes. Right? That makes sense. T Dog was a little big, muscular. He was still in the beginning of it, though. A little right. Bit. Yeah. Not sure how, uh, was it Dwayne? It doesn't matter the guy's name. The tall guy, one of the four prisoners that was in the freezer at the, I guess oh, they had yeah. food in the freezer, yeah. eating the frozen food. I don't know. So I can tell Bobby's overanalyzing, but also <laughs> I hope he listens to the podcast. Number one, we need the listens. Yes. And number two, he would learn a lot. He would. I, ex- uh, I explain stuff to him all the time. Good. Well, you should, because, you know, we love Bob, but, you know. <laughs> okay. So we go to commercial, and... There's a commercial, another commercial, a new commercial with new scenes for Preacher, June 25th. I love it. Preacher looks so, so good. Loved the first season. We reviewed it. You can go back and watch the episodes, and then you can go back to our previous Walkers and Talkers. Preacher feature. Right, it, Preacher feature, and and then follow along with our podcast and the show, so you can watch the show, listen to the podcast, watch the show, listen to the podcast. And we broke it down the same way we do Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Now, June 25th is a Sunday. I personally am on vacation as of the 23rd. Oh. It's a two-week vacation. Two weeks. Right. So oh. I, I'm telling you there will not be a podcast the week of July 2nd or 3rd or 4th, that, that, that week. Yeah. There won't be a podcast of any kind, of Preacher or uh, Fear the Walking Dead. I apologize in advance, but I will be away with my family, and they will kill me if I try to do a podcast. <laughs> that being said, I will try, if you're here, you're going to be here that week? I uh, should be. To call in, and we'll do our Preacher Feature and Fear the Walking Dead podcasts. 
So we'll do two that week. Oh, boy. So that people won't be as mad at us the following week when we do zero. Okay. All right? Sorry. I'm sorry. It just, that's... It happens. It happens. Got to go. I got to go on vacation. I hope you all get to take a nice vacation summer. Nothing fancy for me, but just we'll be, be away. Okay. We're at the top of the dam. Dante and Strand are walking along the pathway, and there's a man that's tied up and sitting on the railing, and he looks like he's about to get pushed over the side. Yeah, and they already beat the crap out of him. Beat the crap out of him, and Dante's men are holding him, and he says, you see this man? He was part of a drug cartel, a bad man. And in my world, there's no room for such people. And Strand's just looking, not like, hey, he doesn't say anything like, hey, give him a chance, don't yeah. care. And the guy says something like, you can never stop us. Like, we will not be stopped. Like, we're the cartel, like, you yeah. know what you're messing with. And they throw him off the dam. <laughs> so I thought the fall would kill him. No, it didn't. Holy crap. I, okay. Oh, my God. He falls on top of walkers, and they eat him. Oh, that was a horrible death. Okay. If you were falling off the dam... Would you rather fall onto concrete or onto a pile of walkers? Concrete, because then I'd be dead for real. Okay. He didn't die. I think he broke bones, and then he was eaten alive. Yeah. That's worse. All right, tweet us at walkers underscore yeah. talkers. Concrete, concrete or, or walkers. Because you land on the walkers. I, he can't get up. He couldn't get up. He couldn't get up. His hands were tied, and I think he broke bones. I think he broke bones. Yeah. I'm choosing concrete. Uh, concrete, please. But I don't think my last words were, you'll never stop us. Because <laughs> no. that's not, you know, eh. not the best way to go. Now, at that point, did you think they were just going to walk off the dam and everything was fine? No. Like he was just showing Strand what his life was like now? Uh, no. It didn't last long. Two men grabbed Strand. Yeah, immediately. And Dante says, uh, just so you know, we were never friends. Because he's like, we're friends. What are you doing? We were never friends. He's like, I made money for you. Yeah, we made money together. That was it. And... Uh, he said you stole from me, didn't he? Is no. He, he said? He, he, well, he, what he says is, uh, he said, I never stole from you. Oh, that's right. Right? Um, he said, Strand, he goes, you always want what's not yours. I know you. You'll never change. You came here because you want something. Mm -hmm. And Strand says, I just want food and some shelter. I I'm not looking for anything. He thought he wanted his water. Right. He goes, I don't, I don't want you, a little water. I don't want to steal your water. I want your business. I just, I just need a water and some food and I'm good. I got Jag parked outside. Yeah. You know, I, life is good. And uh, he says, you wanted my people's land, and now you want my water. Now, I guess he meant Americans wanted the Mexicans' land, or, or maybe he and Thomas were looking to occupy yeah, I wasn't the... totally crystal clear on that right. <laughs> reference. And uh, Dante says to him, taking is in your nature to strand. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, you know what? You probably stole from Thomas. You probably never loved him. He's like, no, I did. I love Thomas. I really did. And... Uh, so they go to throw Strand over the side, and Strand's like, you need me. I can help you. Uh, I can protect you. They're going to come for you. You're, you're selling your water and your product too close to the dam. You need to ship it away. Because if people come here for the water, they're going to attack you here yeah, where your base is. On home, at home base. And so he sort of saves his own life with his conniving because Dante realizes, well, maybe if I beat him down, I can utilize him. I wasn't sure if it was going to work for a minute. And Dante says, you owe a debt. You will work it off. You will feel like the people you have taken from. You will feel powerless. At that point, I realized Strand's going to suffer for his sins, and Dante is the new governor. Yeah. Because he's got his own community. He's a power-hungry madman. He likes things the way he likes things. At first, he's very casual and charming, the way the governor was with Andrea. Super charming. Super charming. 
So that's my thought. Dante's clearly the villain of, of the season at this point, or one of them. Uh, Nick is out in the middle of the night. Um, he's watching some old couple dance, which is kind of weird. Troy pulls up in a pickup truck, says he's going hunting for boars, offers Nick a gun to go hunting with him. It's loaded. Nick takes the gun. He says, you know, you need to earn your keep. So Nick takes the gun, gets in the truck, and they drive off. Madison out by the fence. Nobody's sleeping tonight. Everybody's out at night. Yeah. Jeremiah walks up. Jeremiah seems to be able to find Madison wherever she is. She's crying by a tree. He walks up. I know. She's he watching does everything. always he walks find up. her. Now, the actor who plays Jeremiah and the actress who plays Madison were on Deadwood together. Yes, they're old friends. Old friends. Maybe that's the bond they have where he could find her at all. You know, <laughs> at maybe, any time. Maybe he's got you know like an app on her phone where he can locate her. Locate her app. But he finds her, and he says, you know, Nick went out to hunt with Troy. He offers her a cigarette. They both smoke. Now. I'm not going to get preachy, because preach is a different show. <laughs> and I know it's a zombie apocalypse. But I'm not so sure smoking is the smartest thing in the regular world. But why are you smoking in a world where there's really no doctors and no way to treat yourself? Like, I'm not Maybe she at... thinks, screw it, it's just one. It'll relieve some of my stress. Yeah, but we already saw her smoking uh, last week when she was by the window. Mm. I'm just Maybe saying. Maybe it's one a day. I'm just, nah, I don't know. The vitamin is one a day. <laughs> you don't... That's what I'm yeah. saying. All right. So she tells uh, she tells him Nick's an addict, uh, but she's stuck with him. And and Jeremiah says that's why he tolerates his son Troy. You just got to tolerate your kids sometimes. And uh, he says, you know, come with me. I'll, I'm going to explain to you why I, I care about Troy so much and why I put up with it. They go under his house to see the pantry, and it's loaded with supplies and loaded with guns, a ton of guns. And uh, he says, you know what? I had a problem with Troy before this all went down, but in this world, Troy has a purpose. He says, we're going to build something better than before. And he says to Madison, is your family up for it? And she says, absolutely. So she's got him thinking she's on board. She's going to help build this new world. she's got to. But remember, she also said, we'll get their confidence, and if we have to, we'll take over this place. They're outnumbered like 100 to 3. I know. Yeah. You know, she's a badass. All right, so... We're out on the boar hunt, and uh, Nick sneaks off by himself, and Troy follows him. This was a weird scene. Yeah, first of all, where is everybody else? Where uh, are the boars? Where's the other well, they six they kind of, like, release dogs on the boars or something, right? Isn't that right. what they're doing? Right. So Nick goes off by himself, and only Troy notices, and Troy goes after him. Of course Troy noticed. Now, Troy is a prepper. He seems like he's somewhat military trained. And Nick jumps out from behind him, gets the jump on him, and, and has a gun to his head. And puts a gun to his head. Now, this is what Troy freaked me out. What did you think of this scene with, with Troy with the gun to his head? Ugh, I thought it was a bizarre scene, especially how it ended. So I Troy, was like, what the hell? So Troy <laughs> says, figuring Nick's going to kill him. Yeah. The ground is soft, easy to dig a grave. You know, go ahead and kill me. This is a good spot for it. He says, but if I, you know, if I turn, time it. I think it should take 87 minutes. Yeah. I need to it's know. Very I need specific. to know. And With he's my like, weight and BMI. Right, and Nick's like, you're not a scientist. He says, I need to know why we spoil. Like, okay, spoil. So this is the scene we saw in scenes for the season three trailer where it looks like Nick's shooting a guy in the head. But he's not. He shot next to Troy's head. On the grass. Right. Doesn't shoot him. Troy gets up. They start rolling around. They're, they're wrestling. And when they finally split... They're laughing, and Troy says, I think we can be friends now. Because they're both crazy. 
they are crazy. I thought, what the heck? I thought it was so weird. I'm like, are they laughing? Did they plan this? Was this a joke? I couldn't really tell at first. It was so bizarre. So I guess it's like crazy seeks its own level. I, well, crazy just and, meant it's mad. And as they pointed out on Talking Dead, Troy has mommy issues and Nick has daddy, daddy issues. Daddy issues. So they're a perfect they're couple. Perfect, perfect yes. together. Perfect together. <laughs> um, Madison checks in on Luciana. Remember her? She thanks Madison for waiting for her before they leave. Now, again, she thinks the Clarks are hanging around for her. No, they're not. She still has no clue. They're, they're not leaving. They're making themselves at home. She's like, I can't wait. You can't wait to get out of here. Well, well you go by yourself. <laughs> or, or Nick or will Nick. go with you and right. has a choice to make. Absolutely. Um, she says, my condolences for Travis. You know, he saved me. And Madison says, he was a better person than me. She really is. She she could be a, a bad egg. Um, we aren't going to throw away Travis's sacrifice. We survive now at all costs. But she still hasn't said they're staying. Yeah. She's sort of alluding to it, but not saying it. Jake tells Jeremiah something. She's He's whispering to her. They're outside. Madison sees it. And then Jeremiah addresses the ranch and says, the search party hasn't come back. So he needs volunteers to go look for them. So whoever they sent out to go find who shot the chopper down is missing. Yep. A couple of people they sent out haven't come back yet. So a bunch of big guys raised their hands, and then Madison raises her hand. I knew she was going yeah, to. Yeah, I did too. I mean... How can she not? Yeah. Second of all, we saw a clip where she, we talked about this last week, where she's in camouflage with a few of the other people. Yes. And somebody made a comment like, um, you know you're dead right now, right? So they see somebody they don't like that they're threatening to kill. Yeah. Maybe it's the Native American guy. Maybe they're blaming him. But whatever the case, she's going out with the, with the big dudes in camo to make herself part of the team, part of the family. So after that, she sits down at a table to eat lunch next to Troy. I need you to explain this to me. Okay. Why does she put a napkin on, on Troy's lap? lap? I'll tell you why. Because she's brilliant. She's, she's brilliant at psychological warfare. Like, mom, I'm your mommy? He has no mother. He needs a mother figure. But it seems like he's, like, she sexually told in him, her. Yeah, she told him to make his bed, and he did it. That's true. He looks up to her, right? Yeah. She put a napkin on his lap as if to say, I can take care of you. I'm not your enemy. She's Jedi mind tricking She him. totally understands him now. And he says, your family's over there. She says, I know. Like, I'm, I wanted to sit next to you. Yeah. I'm not afraid of you. I kind of want to make this work. And you should have a napkin on your lap. And I'll take care of you. She's totally going to own him. He's going to be her bitch. <laughs> Absolutely. Troy's faux mommy. If you have a different theory, tweet us at walkers yeah. underscore talkers. But that's my theory. That makes sense. That she totally mommied him. It was kind of weird, yeah. He needs a mom. He does. And she's the badass kind of mom. That's why he said, I picked you because you get it. Yeah. So now he has a mother figure who gets it. Who he looks is, up to. Yeah, and he's and she's he picked. And she is gonna take care of him and make him think that. Yeah. So she is a smart woman. But you know what? She's a guidance counselor. My guess is she was trained in in, 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 that age in, group. in psychology. Yes. So she knows how to read people and she knows how to manipulate them. Not that all guidance counselors manipulate, but she knows how how big is that cup of Starbucks? Twenty four ounces. Oh I have God. to pee really bad. <laughs> well, let's do another twenty minutes. <laughs> By the way, if you want to pee back into that cup, I'll turn around. <laughs> I'll do the podcast like this. These studios are like fishbowls, though. <laughs> <laughs> too many windows. There are too many windows, but um, if you want to pee, you're more than welcome to, to do that. That's okay. Um, we wouldn't do that. No. We wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, let's see. Hold on one second. Let's see if I, uh, you know what? We'll do the, uh, 
I was gonna, you know, what I was gonna do. What were you gonna do to me? I don't want to tell you. Were you gonna play water sounds? I was gonna do pee in a bucket. That's so mean. I was gonna play a sound effect, but I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I really have to go. <laughs> not gonna do that. Okay, so the show ends. We see Strand in a prison of some kind. He's in a confined room. Locked. It looks bleak. Looks like a jail, right? Yeah. And somebody puts a water jug on the windowsill for him. He turns. He, he takes the water jug, drinks the whole thing, looks back, and it's Daniel Salazar. Looking good, looking healthy. We haven't seen him since the... I was like, whoa, Daniel. Now, we talked about him coming back. The producers said he was coming back. It's been hearsay for a long time. Yeah, but the producers said he was coming back. Yeah. They made a big deal. Like, oh, you'll see Daniel Salazar again in some capacity. Now, he's back. Uh, now, he says, uh, I knew you'd drink all the water because that's Strand. <laughs> yeah. And he says, I told you I'd be your guardian angel. He said that on the boat. Yes. To him that I, uh, you know, I'll look out for you. I'll be your guardian angel. And uh, so I, he was reminding him that he said that. Yeah. Now, initially on um, Talking Dead, they said, was that a hallucination? Is Daniel not really back? Is that why they said we'll see him in some capacity? Did he die and it's a hallucination? Well, scenes for next week. He's back. Right. Um, it's Definitely basic, back. It's basically, um, it looks like the Morgan episode, the bottle episode of Morgan, when we see how he meets... Um, yeah. Eastman. Eastman, and he learns how to use the stick, yep. and it's all about his history and where he was the whole time. Yeah. This seems to be, by all the scenes, um, a burnt-looking Oh yeah. Daniel. At least he's got black on him. His Well, his neck, his neck he was a little on blistery. his skin was all blistery in right. his hands. And but when we see him with Strand, he's got a beard. Yeah. So he maybe the limping. beard covers up the blistery. Yeah. Because he definitely had some smoke inhalation. Yeah. And so... Uh, he he's in, then we see him in another scene. He's in a cafeteria of some kind, and and there's like a gang there, and he punches the guy, and the guy punches him. Um, he's tough, this man. It's a lot of uh, Daniel flashbacks, and then there was a scene. I don't know who this guy is. He looked like Hagrid from from <laughs> Harry Potter, or some kind of Asgardian with a yeah. black beard, and he was huge, and it was like lightning behind him. It looked like a, a superhero scene. Yeah. There's this giant guy. We don't know who the giant guy is. But okay. next week, I believe... He's eating a lot of snacks, too, I guess. A lot of snacks. <laughs> next week looks like, especially from the scenes on um, Talking Dead. Uh, Talking Dead had uh, Alicia Debbie Carey plays Alicia, and Chris Sullivan from This Is Us. I thought that was a fun episode. It was a fun episode. I liked it. Back-to-back weeks with Alicia Debbie Carey. Yeah. I'm just going to call her Alicia. Her name's too damn long. By the way, she used the word funner or funnest. Did you catch that? Um, I, I missed that. Oh, I caught that. I, I think you can... That's not a word. Funnest? She's like, oh, it was the most funnest because we... You can't, say, a, you can't say most and est. You can't say, like, most bestest. She said, it was like, ooh, like, that's not really a word. I it was go, more fun. You could say more fun. But funnest? You could say you could say he was the funnest person at the party. You can't say more funnest because that's redundant. Did she say funner? She said something that was kind of made you go, Ugh. Even more funner. More fun. Oh, that's fun, horrible. Funner means more. That's so you horrible. can't, yeah, more funner. She know. said something along those yeah. lines. Yeah. All right. We're the gram- I'm just, di- I'm digressing. Yeah. We would be the grammar police in yeah. the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I would correct zombies. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, it's double negative. It's a zombie double negative. <laughs> double negative. You clearly said, <laughs> that means the same thing. That's, that's redundant. I would correct the zombies. Um, so, in addition, the scenes they showed on Talking Dead is uh, Daniel on a street being chased by a female walker. He goes to climb under a car. The zombie grabs his leg. That's all we see. Now, next week on Talking Dead is Ruben Blades, who plays Daniel Salazar. Drew Scott from the Property Brothers. Love him. 
and a surprise guest. Ooh, surprise but guest. But Chris Hardwick said that doesn't mean anything. I will say there was not a lot of knowledge thrown down in Talking Dead. There wasn't no, a lot of stuff wasn't. I cared it was, about. It, it wasn't. It was just kind of fun banter. It was fun. It was fun. It wasn't the best episode. Now, it wasn't groundbreaking. Here's where I... You can give feedback on this. Please do. Um, but don't get mad at me. Next week's episode. Yes. Now, all the scenes they showed of Daniel running from... It looks like he's alone a lot of the time. Yeah. There's a scene where he meets someone on a road and the guy is killing somebody. There's a couple other people in scenes with him. But a lot of them he was alone running from walkers where you wouldn't speak. So there may not be a lot of dialogue in next week's episode. However, it does play, take place in Mexico. The entire episode, according to uh, um, Ro, uh, uh, Ruben Blades, who plays uh, Daniel, is in Spanish with oh. subtitles. Now, a couple things. I get distracted when I have to read all that. Did you see Wonder Woman yet? No. Okay, in Wonder Woman, no, not, no spoilers, no spoilers, uh, Chris Pine plays an American spy, and he's pretending to be German. Mm-hmm. And when he's with Germans... He speaks German. No, he speaks with the German accent. Oh. We must get the book. You know, he speaks with... But does, it's not, he doesn't speak in German with subtitles. He speaks with a German accent, so we as the listener who doesn't Don't speak German... Don't have to read it. We, we get that he's speaking German. They could do that. Yeah, well, but, but they're not going to because a lot of the actors on the show speak Spanish. The Clark family does not. Yeah. But... There's a lot of people from there's people from Mexico in the cast that they met along the way. There's there's people from from Los Angeles who spoke Spanish like Ophelia and and uh, and Daniel. And so the episode's all in Spanish. Here's my problem. I don't care that it's in Spanish. I'm not one of these people that says you got to speak English and whatever, especially since it takes place in Mexico. True. My problem is I don't like to do work. I don't want to have to read. The other problem is, as I think I explained a little bit earlier, when I watch the episode, I'm watching the episode as I'm typing my notes for the podcast. And now you have to stop and read it. If I have to read the entire show, yep. then I can't look away for a second to type. You're going to be pausing a lot. It's going to take me hours. and oh, So I, no. I kind of wish this was the oh, week we no. weren't doing the podcast. It's going to be... So when you hear our podcast next week, which, by the way, when you do a podcast with audio, you can't use subtitles because you... No. <laughs> right? So we will be doing the podcast in English. Yes, we will. Um, but be prepared... For an entire episode in Spanish with subtitles. Mm. I think it's a risky move for AMC. I think they're going to face a lot of backlash from, from people. Yeah. Look, there are people that don't like pushing one for English when they call companies. I think this is going to be a this episode. Look, we already know that bottle episodes bother people on The Walking Dead and the ratings go down. I just think, although clever, and uh, it makes sense, I think they're, they're looking to turn some people off. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you speak Spanish, fantastic. I just don't want to read and try to type. Fantastico. <laughs> Fantastico. I, I speak a little Spanish. It's a beautiful language. It's just, it could be any language. I just don't like subtitles. I don't like. I'm not a big subtitle. If their movie has subtitles, I normally don't go see it because right. I get so distracted by reading it. I can't see what's happening. Now, I went to see else. a subtitled movie a couple of years ago. I'm going to get the title wrong, I think. But there was a movie that was out. It was a comedy, very well reviewed. And it was an American release. And it was something like um, The Chef. Something like that. Yeah. And I forget who was in it. Doesn't matter. But it was a, a well-received movie. And I had, a, I had a day to kill. I was in Manhattan. And I went to a theater on the Upper East Side. Because um, I, I was meeting someone later in the day. And I was in that area. Yeah. And I was like, oh, look at that movie. Chef is playing. Not the chef. I, like, it, but I didn't realize it. Chef. Chef. Right? Or, or Le Chef. Le Chef. Right. Maybe Le Chef. 
And I was like, oh, that's the name of the movie. That's the movie I want to go see. Odds of this happening, million to one. Did you know what it was about? No, I, I knew what the chef movie was oh, about. Okay. I went into oh, this. Oh, but it's a different yeah, movie. Okay, oh. jump ahead again. My notes, stop jumping ahead. So I get in the movie, and it, it starts off, it's in a French restaurant. And, and, and the, guy, the star of the movie, oh. or at least the person I see is now the Sorry. main character, is in a French restaurant, and he's speaking French, talking about French food. And he walks outside, and I figure, okay, he's not going to speak French anymore because he's not in a French restaurant. And now it's all subtitles. Oh, that's funny. And the whole movie was in French. Now, I'm in the theater. I paid my nine, twelve, fifteen dollars in yeah. Manhattan prices, yeah. whatever it was. I'm not leaving. You know me with money. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not walking out. I'm not getting out of this seat. And I now have like four hours to kill. Three, oh. three hours. Oh. So it wasn't like I could go to another movie theater. Yeah. It was. A, it was a duplex. So the other movie was not one I wanted to see. It wasn't Chef. It wasn't Chef. <laughs> So I'm like, so I go on my phone and I look on my phone. And I go, son of a bitch! I'm supposed to oh, see, no. like, chef, not le chef. <laughs> and so I watched this movie. It was actually really good. Okay. Even though I had to read it. Read the whole movie. But when you read it, there's no sarcasm font. No. There's no innuendo sarcasm font. font. I would love. I would love what I want. You should. You, you know should me. market that. I'm the king of sarcasm. You are. You know that I love being sarcastic. Yes. That's why I hit the microphone. <laughs> I wave my hand like I'm the king of. I hit the <laughs> microphone. So I love Sar. I would like them like Helvetica. I oh, think yeah. like if you use Helvetica, people should know that you're being sarcastic. Yeah, there should be like Control H, <laughs> or like like for Helvetica or like Control S. See, for Control sarcasm? S is save. Oh, so they have mm. to make like a, a letter that's not being used. Yeah, like Control Q. I know there's probably Control Q. Don't tweet me. <laughs> Whatever it is, there should be a sarcasm button. So when I change that font, they're like, oh, I really like you. They know I meant yeah. Sarcasm. I re- I really like you. Well, like that's I, true. yeah, I don't like. It. Right, they should know. So, I think you lose nuance. Oh, I totally agree. Right now, are they going to use? Now, this is where they'll get me. If they do this, they win me back. If they put subtitles under the zombies going, that would be great. Oh, I don't think they're going to though. If they if they put they like, might write like zombie sound. If they put, I'm hungry. <laughs> under a zombie how great would that be that would be really funny actually that would be great no it's not a comedy but they should do that like just slip that in for just a, like I'm for hungry like a, even if it was like one frame that you had to pause and yeah. go there it is yeah I want them to do that it's too late it's already made oh yeah but how true. great if they translated the zombies that would be funny right that's my thing okay so we don't know what the thing was that Strand gave the guy we don't care no um, let me know who Jeff was why she asked where Jeff is yeah I don't remember that one. But again, by Friday, you're done. You're cut off. Oh, and don't ironically tell me on Saturday. You'll be like, oh, it's Saturday. I get No, no, no. (laughs) We respond to every tweet. Don't waste it. All right. You know what time it is. What time is it? It's It's time time to to shut shut that that shit down. down. By the way, we're not really shutting it down because we have the shirts. Yes. Don't forget to check out our pictures at walkers underscore talkers. I will put that up today. I will be holding the Negan bat as well. Now we can do it. Let's shut that shit down. (laughs) 